Welcome to um, the second meeting of this um, year for policy process and revenue. Um, welcome to our visitors. Um, can we start with the agenda? And the first one is item 20, which is apologies for absence. And I believe we've had apologies from um, Councillor Griffiths. I think that is it. Okay. Um, have we got any declarations of interest, please? I, I'm an alarm holder. No one else at all. Yeah, yeah, me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, item 30, uh, Christmas voucher scheme. Uh, obviously, I'm conflicted because of the green tag. Yeah. No more? Okay, thank you. Right, item 22, requests from the public to speak. Um, now, we've got 15 minutes. How many people are wanting to speak, please? Just two people. Okay. Do you want to take it in any particular order? so that we can catch it on the... <laughs> Sorry, I'll talk louder. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's fine. Um, we've had discussions with Joe O'Donoghue about the benches. Okay, so myself and Ray are happy for a bench to be put up in honour of Alea and Sheila. So we would be happy to jointly share the cost. However, we want the bench to be relevant to our loved ones. So when we had a meeting with Jo at the cemetery, she suggested that we put it on the area next to where Alea and Sheila were laid to rest. So basically, in front of the tree um, is where they are. However, for the bench to be on the opposite part of the cemetery, it just bears no relevance to them. So, we will both like the bench to be on the same patch of grass, as close as possible to where they are, because otherwise there's just no point in, in having them, because there are, there are going to be other burials, and the cemetery you know, is going to fill up in time. So, Jo has taken photographs, I don't know if she sent them to you, of the proposed area for the bench. Have you, have you not seen them? No? Okay. Do you so know where the curve was? Yes. The sandstone wall. Yeah. Where the curve comes out, which is behind there. Okay. And that's facing the, the graves. So that's facing up the hill? Yeah, up the hill, which will benefit all the future graves as well. Um, but where you wanted to put it, or suggested, was put it on the other side of the road, like on the horseshoe or around, on the other side, where they're already supposed to be put in. One at each end looking down towards the graves. So it's about 10 foot away. So we, towards it would be better by the wall, mm -hmm. so that 
Frank Robinson and Greg, and it was, it was somewhat nice to say. And many people comment on it. It'd be a treat to her. She's got a wall. Sorry, excuse me, sorry. It, it, these people are yeah, just talking about yeah.
and I can't see a point in putting on 20, 20 yards away, which is what Joe suggested, to give off 20 yards away. And you wouldn't even be able to see the end zone from those points out. Okay, we'll take on board consideration when we, we did it. So it, it, even the benches are probably actually on the original drawings. Mm. Um, so I should imagine it would be there. But it is a centrepiece. Mm. Okay, yeah. thank you anyway. Thank you. And we, we just want everyone to benefit who has those Okay, I'm going to have to cut you because we've, we've only got 15 minutes. Oh, and sorry, we, we, sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, bring up a few words. So, um, to Forest Gate has, has always had a positive relationship with the cemetery. Sorry, can you just tell us who you are, please? So I'm Joe Patrick, it's my wife Jane, and we are, we are neighbours with the cemetery, so our house runs along the entire border to, to the west of the cemetery. Uh, so, Forest Gate's always had a positive relationship with the cemetery. I understand from the previous owners that it was one of the only supportive voices when the proposals uh, for the cemetery were put forward. Uh, we moved into the property the weekend before the national lockdown in March 2020. Uh, this coincided with the period when the preparations for the extension of the cemetery were being conducted. As the development was moving further up the board of our property, there was an area that had no physical boundary uh, in place of the hedges that had been in place that had long since rotted. There was also a large dead tree that had snapped in the storm that also needed to be safely removed. This was two metres inside the boundary. I think that's the reference to the point on the agenda. I can demonstrate that because in May last year I emailed the council, Project Town Council, um, to inquire about putting a fence up in this area, and I was directed to the planning department. <coughs> At this time, my wife's father, who lived in Nantwich, uh, was diagnosed with lung cancer and sadly passed away in a matter of weeks. And at his request, uh, he chose to be buried in the cemetery and in the nearest available plots of the house so that he could be close to the family. Now, this has been a great comfort to him in these final weeks and also to us, of course, last year. We actually share. The same road, uh, which is why we know each other. Now we regularly visit the grave, as do our children and their grandmother, albeit we choose to do it at a time when the surrounding grave is not busy. Uh, given that we're visiting our family grave, it is only a few metres from our property, it is hard to argue that this is any form of trespass or break any rules, nor is it disrespectful in any way. We've been very conscious about keeping our dogs out of the cemetery, despite there being numerous gaps along the entire boundary, and we've had to restrict them to the rear of our property. However, to remedy this, at my own expense, I erected both a laurel hedging and a railing to this area that apparently didn't have a boundary in place previously, and intended to add a gate. Now, however, this has not been high on our priorities as we've been re renovating our property, and there's been no communication uh, that this has been a problem in any kind of way. Now, last month, we went down to the grave on Joe's birthday to pay our respects to find that some scrap metal had been temporarily secured across the gap using cable ties. There had been no communication. No notes, just action. But this, as this is a party fence, a legal position in terms of that process, uh, 
known right to act unilaterally, so we remove this immediately. I then also emailed the council to ask for the contact details of somebody responsible for the cemetery but did not get a reply. I just wanted to engage the communication. Then on the 3rd of August, we were summoned down to the boundary by the town clerk, who had been holding a meeting with a group that had raised concerns, which you know, Ray has been about by some of those people, perhaps you've had some, some, some point that you wanted to raise. I haven't actually raised it. The clerk was standing on the other side of the fence that had been re-erected, again without any communication. We were then aggressively informed that we had no right to access the cemetery and that we were trespassing, uh, breaking rules and being very disrespectful, and that a permanent fence was to be erected on the boundary. It was clear the clerk had no knowledge that we actually had been visiting a family grave. And when asked about how we could be committing trespass or what rules we'd breach, we were told that she would create a rule to prevent us. This was done at the meeting today. The clerk then walked away, spoke with the group quickly, and then left the cemetery, leaving us very upset and shocked that the council would act in such an aggressive, unilateral, and insensitive way. We decided to speak to the group to understand why they're upset, especially given we share neighbouring graves to avoid any feeling of atmosphere in the future. Through simple dialogue and conversation, it's clear from Ray, Yasmin, Steve, Alison that we were at their understanding of why. While we accessed it there in that way, in fact, they would be more than comfortable for us to continue. We, we simply pitted against, and they could not see what harm this could do to anyone. They also believe that the clerk had sent a letter to us to explain the situation, which we have still not received. We have been, and will continue to be good neighbours of the cemetery. We ensure that the children do not play in the garden when the service is in progress. We do not allow our dogs in the area of the garden. We do not complain when litter invariably blows across the existing fences, lower down into the field into our garden. We respect this as a party fence, and we've proven that we consult with the council on matters of lives. This has clearly not been reciprocated, and we feel that we have been treated in a hostile way, especially given the emotive nature of the feelings that everyone has for soon, you know, soon after losing their loved one. We are not the type of people that wish to get into any kind of protracted legal disputes, but we believe that most problems can be solved through dialogue and communication. Though that process is clear, that this can be solved by having a simple gate and can't get out of the fence. And all parts will be happy and respect for the right to visit our respective Walton Cemetery. Thank you very much indeed. Um, again, take note of what we've said um, and it will come up for discussion at, a, uh, at another meeting. Um, but we'll take on board what you've said and your, your, what you've said is on the recording so we can play it back. Okay, but thank you very much for attending and. Um, telling us the, the, the situation from your point of view. Okay, <clears throat> um, right, item 23, actions from the previous meeting. Um, this is just to confirm what has been completed and what is still outstanding. Um, I think most things have been um, completed. You can and I think the items that have will be covered in the actual agenda. Has anybody got anything that they want to raise from these completed items from pre the previous meeting? Uh, there's that one on the um, vermin in the in the uh, gardens. Yes facility that's clear because we've had the, the virgin or pest control guy in that 
Yeah, I think Joe updated us on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the 26th of July. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the, the thing that they haven't done is actually cleared the, the, the hut with whatever equipment yeah, was in it was, there. It was, uh, all the equipment that needed yeah. replacing. Yeah. So, has anybody had any other comments on these? Because, as I say, number of them are actually on the agenda. Okay, thanks very much. Um, item 24 minutes of the meeting. Has anybody got any comments on the minutes of the meeting? Or can we sign those off? Sorry? Yeah, sorry. Good. I thought you wanted to say something. No, no, fine. Okay, so the meetings are taken as a true record and can be signed off. Thank you. Um, right, finance. Um, hopefully we've all had an opportunity to have a look through the finance pack. Has anybody got any questions? Bill, I know you go through them. Through them. I do. As, as I do I, myself. I got, if you remember, I noticed there was a discrepancy on CCTV. Remember last time yes. I think I raised it? And we've been double charged actually. That's the reason. Um, when you look at the, the actual figures, uh, this time it's been rectified and it's now from 9,000 it's gone back to 4,553 I think, it's 53 or something like that. But that's now rectified, if I can call it that. So we've got 4,500 back. Good, thank you very yeah. much and thanks okay. for raising that. I believe that was about the time of the payment because I think it was... It went over the final, yes. yeah, the two financial years. Um, and in a lot of things, sometimes you're allowed to carry forward, whereas the councillors you can carry nothing forward. Um, okay, item 26, the allotments. Um, right, that's down to me. Um, I visited the allotments on Sunday the 15th of August. I was the only councillor to go. I met up with Peter Vickery. Um, we started at Churchfield's allotments. Um, there were five allotment holders present. Um, I have to say they all allotments were looking absolutely splendid, very productive. Um, they're very, very pleased with the water supply that they now have to site. Um, they still have um, water butts um, and they use the water butts wherever they can to use um, from the rain. Um, but they've also um, ingeniously managed to put a, some sort of host piping distri distribution to each allotment so that they don't have to carry all the water from the main water supply coming in. But at no, no issues whatsoever at Churchfields there very, very happy with what they're now producing and not having to carry water. Um, so it was a, a very pleasant visit, I must admit, and I looked at each allotment. Um, we then went to London Road allotments, um, and there were three allotment holders present. Um, a number of issues were actually raised here. Um, the first one was to do with the hedging um, bordering onto the public footpath. Um, I'd noticed when we walked in that the hedge had been superbly cut 
and I actually thought it was Cheshire West who had for once done what they needed to do and cut it. However, it turns out now that um, it was a contractor on behalf of FTC who did the outside of the hedge. Um, and they should have done the inside of the hedge, which is what the allotment holders wanted, was the inside doing and the top. I believe there has been perhaps some misdirection given to the contractor, and I think it's something I need to explore with the town clerk when she returns. Um, one of the allotment holders who had actually raised the matter with Cheshire West has now on behalf of Frodsham Town Council actually raised with Cheshire West that they need to pay us for what the work that was done on the outside of the hedge and that we shouldn't be paying for that. So whether we will actually get that money back, I don't know, but it's something I think we need to pursue. But it was no, no fault of the contractor that he cut the outside and not the inside. Um, the next one was that um, as you go into the allotments, I don't know whether anybody's ever been to those allotments, um, but you go in and the allotments start on the left-hand side, which are above the railway line, and then you walk down and there's a, a hedge on your right-hand side, and then there's an allotment at the end of that hedge. Now that has been empty since 2019, um, and again has been brought to the attention of the clerk um, and they want somebody to be in it because it's an allotment that is not getting any income and that they are now having to look after. They've actually used a lawnmower to cut the grass because it was too long. Um, so they want that being allocated as a matter of urgency. Um, is to it, is, sorry to interrupt, or is it a question of the lockdown that caused that kind no. of situation? No. It's 2019. This has been empty since. Oh, since the beginning before, of the season. Yeah, before lockdown. Sorry, Chair. I was under the impression we had a waiting list for allotments. So was I. So I don't know what's happened. And it, no one is currently paying for this allotment, no. it's not just being neglected by somebody, it's, it's vacant. That's what I've got to assume, because we did actually bring this up, I think, either last year or the year before. I was under the impression when we raised the price last year of the allotment, that we were told there is a waiting list. Yes, yeah. that was my understanding. Okay. And of course we didn't do a visit last year, no. because of the fact that we were in lockdown. So yeah, what, what I suppose what I'm getting at then, we need to find out whether it is vacant and somebody can take it over, or is it currently being occupied but just neglected? Well, if you remember, we actually altered um, the allotment regulations, and we said that if nobody had had any activity mm. on, I think it was either three months or six months, I can't remember the, the actual timescales, is that they would be written to mm -hmm. um, and told, um, and then it would be allocated okay. yeah. to somebody on the list. But I haven't been able to follow that up. Yeah, that's 
Okay. And then um, the third item um, that they brought up with me was guttering on one of the sheds. And I have to say, I had to agree with them that when the guttering had been put up on the shed, it had been done very tightly. So they can't use the guttering to fill their um, the um, water butts. And it is a particular, um, it's, it, it's very important to them because they've also got carboys because they have not got a mains water supply. And they probably will never have a mains water supply there because of the location of where they are. Um, because it's probably nearly impossible to get a water supply to that site. So they, we as the council gave them money to actually get um, these huge one-ton carboys which they fill from their, um, from all the guttering. Now they did apply, well, they wanted to apply last year for a grant um, and they were told course that they couldn't because the town the allotments actually belong to the town and because they belong to the town council they're not eligible for a grant so evidently they were told that it would come to PP&R last December and to my knowledge it's never come to PP&R for monies for this work to be done just literally for new guttering to be put up so that it's better placed to collect the water to go into the the big containers. Well, um, can we make a decision on that tonight? <coughs> I imagine the cost would be within your authority, wouldn't it, Chair, to approve Well, it? they haven't, because it, they haven't heard anything, they haven't done anything about getting a, an updated quote, but I said I would report back and see what the decision I'm quite happy to say to them to get a quote. Could we ask them to get however many quotes it is that they would need to get and then if if under the, the, the limit then it could be done under your delegated authority as chair and it wouldn't, I'm, need, I'm to, it wouldn't need to wait for a, a, a meeting of yeah, PPR meeting. then. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to bring it to the meeting so that everybody understood. Um, are you both happy? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, normally on allotments, the shed's normally taken care of by the allotment holder. I was under the impression of. Do we manage no, the shed? No, this, this is slightly is different. Okay. Have you been to London Road? I haven't been to the London Road ones, no. They're not the easiest. Okay. Okay. But yes, they have sheds, three sheds. Okay. And what they use is the guttering to fill. No, if it's something we're supposed to maintain, then that's absolutely fine. I think it's only yeah. right that we, you know, we, we put the price up of the allotments, but we need to be seen to be continuing mm -hmm. to improve them and, and, and play our part as well in, in looking after I them. I think it's the fact that they've asked. Yeah. And, you know, it was meant to have come to this group and yeah. quite evidently fallen through the uh, net somewhere. Uh, then went to Ashton Drive. Uh, there was only one allotment holder present there. Um, and no major issues. I did look at yours, Lucy. Thank you. <laughs> um, I could see that it was, uh, yes, um, some, some interesting um, pieces of wood. And uh, yeah, well, Martin's wanting to build a bit of a shed there, so he's been collecting 
I think there might be at some point one allotment holder is not happy with somebody a, a, a gardening technique that one allotment holder is using. So I think that might become an issue perhaps in years to come. But, which, um, which particular? Well, I, I wouldn't like to say here. But I will say something. So someone's unhappy with our technique. No, 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 not yours. Oh, no, right, no, no, okay. not yours. No, another <laughs> allotment. Okay. Okay, so that's the allotments. Has anybody got any comments? It would be nice next time, perhaps, if... Oh, not on my own. I was under the impression there was two or three councillors going with well, you. Yeah, I, I did come with you, if yeah. I'd have realised you were on your own. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought you had got a, a vested interest, so oh, you yeah. should go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next year. Because um, they are very interesting, and it, it, they're all very proud of what they've grown. Yeah. So it was nice to encourage them. Okay, so that's item 26 um, completed. I mean, if necessary, you can have a copy of that, but that was just for my reference. Okay. Um, 27 grants. Now, have we got any update on that? Have we had any applications? The last time I was in the office, um, we had not yet received single application. Is that, that doesn't seem usual because last year I remember sitting in the meeting and there were so many applications. Yes. But we they, did was, they did come in quite late last year, right, but okay. it will be very late, really, yeah. now. Do not have a single one. Is we, did, we, we did extend the date last year. Yeah. And that's what I would propose now is that we extend it again and promote it. Yeah, has it mm. been put on social media? Because it says well, the website, yes. but you're not likely to go to the website. It has been on social media several times. Okay. I've seen it on... Yeah. And the other thing was to put it on Nub News. Mm. I'm, I'm very surprised. They, I think that it's been reported on Nub News as well. I can't be 100% sure of that. I am very surprised that people aren't asking for grants on the names. Well, I yeah. thought there was a, a shed full of items that people usually raise. Yeah, I haven't noticed the, it. The, the last meeting took ages because there were so many of them. Yeah. We, we did it on Zoom, didn't we? We did. We did. It was a long yeah. meeting oh, a long of, of, the, of the working group. Yeah. And, mm. I mean, shall we extend the deadline till the 1st of October? Extend and public publicise in other ways because I haven't necessarily seen it come up. But um, uh, yeah, uh, Nub News would be good. It was on Nub News. I'm just looking oh, now. It? So it's reported by Nub News on the 21st of June. I think it would make sense to extend to October to yes. allow the schools to publicise it as well because there may be mm -hmm. parents that are members of other groups outside of the schools. Yeah. To get the would it be possible to like email them, email potential people, or is that would that be too much effort? Would you have like a, a mailing list? Or? I suppose it'd be tricky to say apply for this, and then if we say yes or no, if we if we said why don't you apply for this, and then we say yes, and also if you left somebody off and didn't email them, yeah. yeah. If we can reshare it on the production page, that gets a lot of traffic, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. And the uh, the various. 
community social media I've, groups? I've tried Lucy. Oh, you've tried we'll try again. <laughs> Thank you. I think we've even tried that we haven't had any applications and you've got two weeks to go. But, you know, yeah. something along those lines. Maybe, but we maybe try smoke again. signals would be good. Or, <laughs> you know. It would be disappointing if people missed out on the opportunity. Yeah, it would. It's, it's budgeted money, isn't it? So yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah, it would be. And in fact, I mean, the, the people that we did award the grants to last year were very appreciative. Yes. Um, so yes, because it would be nice to get a report on what the grants have been spent on, whether they've actually been spent as is per the terms and conditions of the grant scheme here. Well, so normally we get feedback, we have a session where mm. they come and tell us what they've done. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and then that, so that would be a good way of, again, publicising if we could get a few groups to share with us what they've done mm. and then open that up to other groups to say look this is who we've supported last year uh, put your applications in mm. I mean, on the website it does say i mean i it's not what not what um councillor Hewitt is suggesting which is obviously having people in but i mean we do list i did list the um the grants to be successful last time to give people an idea of the kind of things that the council is looking Does Fashion Town Council have like a mailing list, like like a newsletter that they send around to people? Yeah. Nope, news mm -hmm. do have a mailing list, so we could ask them to mm -hmm. share it as part of their weekly newsletter because I think I read there's like two and a half thousand people on that mailing list now that it might be worth asking them. I think Nub News has had a bit of a hiccup because yes. um, the editors are. Yes, but it has been. If you send articles to them, they will actually put them mm. on because we've done that with um, the neighbourhood plan. Mm. I think you have to be careful with GDPR as well. Yeah. Mm. Various people's contact details and. Yes. Oh, we, we couldn't do that. No. Uh, yeah. Are they on the notice boards? Um, no, probably not. Would it be an idea to put them on? Yeah. I mean, we haven't put stuff on the, that grants on the notice board before because it's all electronically it's worked. Mm. I mean, I don't know whether the schools um, were preoccupied with finishing school yeah. and. It, it, it's an awkward time for them, and we've shut it down before they even go back. But so I think it's a good thing if we give it to the right causes and call it that, because it is helping, hopefully, fortune in in the way it's caring for people and doing what is a good cause. If I'm I think again, probably the, the key ones applied last year. Um, and they can't, they, they can't apply yeah. again for two years. Yeah. If you're unsuccessful last year, are you able to apply? Because I know that we've available trying to raise funds at the moment for a new playground. Would that be something that would be eligible? Not really. No. It has to be something that's very specific. And it shouldn't be... The playground should be something that's supplied by the school. That's how they look upon it. Yeah, okay. Okay. The regulations. I mean, to apply. They're not eligible. You you can look that. I mean, all the um, regulations are actually on the yeah. website, so you can see what's. Uh, I'll, I'll double check and see. If I, I'm just thinking, think uh, Chair, 
by the time we, you know, it's the 24th of August tomorrow, we're only actually leaving people five weeks. It's the 1st of October a little bit too soon, maybe mid-October to make it six weeks for, or does that leave us too short then to review and discuss? I was going to go the other way, frankly. I was going to say, why not mid, mid-November if, if we want to spend the money? Or if we have a budget. I mean, we, I don't know what the workload is like. I mean, no. because don't forget the over 70s vouchers starts to take yes. a huge yes. amount of time. I think basically, in terms of workload, all that is involved really is collating applications when they come in and presenting them to a working group. So it's, it doesn't create a great workload, but the longer you give people to apply, maybe the less, you know, if you give them, well, till mid, mid-November, mm. that's a long time, and then perhaps it yeah. drops off people's priorities. Yeah. Okay. Well, 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 but, but, I mean, what, whatever's, well, whatever closing date you want to set, it's not really going to create any issues in the office. Well, why, why don't we keep it to the 1st of October and just see if that promotes anything? All if I'm it doesn't, we can still extend it. Chair, is that the 1st of October would mean that we've missed full council on the 27th of September, so it then won't get re- approved for payment till the end of November anyway. Well, even if we do it to the 1st of October, we've then got to have a meeting yeah, to go so through who's going to be we, awarded them. In the last meeting, we resolved for the, um, myself, Flick, you, and Phil would form a working group and meet via Zoom prior to full council on the 27th of September. So if we're going to extend it to the 1st of October, we then need to push that Zoom back. Yeah. But the full council then won't be till the 24th of November or whatever. Well, so we can always call an EGM. Yeah, true. Yeah. If it's that critical. Is that what we did last year, actually? I can't remember, but I can remember the meeting. Um, I'll have it in the files electronically. So do we want to have a closing date? Let's let's go with the 1st of October. Let's see what happens because I think... We can only do so much and if people don't apply we can't hand it to them. We've got got to, you know, draw a line somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully once they're back in school, it's the schools. Um, People like the Cubs and the Scouts and the Guides, they're all off at the moment, you see, so they don't know. yeah. So, you know, we're giving them September then to apply. Okay, brilliant. Okay. Um, item 28, I should possibly have declared an interest okay. here. My fault, sorry. Um, this is a request, really, from the Festival of Walks group um, to say that this year we would like to do, or next year now, would like to do something a little bit more unusual as part of the Festival of Walks and um, perhaps run some couple of forest schools in, the, in Castle Park for children, um, some foraging sessions for them and some map reading workshops. Um, but we only have a very tight budget this year because um, we're going to have to pay for some extra admin um, to assist us um, and together with all the printing because next year we're going to have to put some 
leaflets together for some people. We won't probably do as many as we normally do and some um, notices to go out around the town and promote the festival of walks. Um, but we just like to trial it and see if it works so that we've got something a little bit different with the festival of walks. But we have no money to do this. Um, and because we're linked to the town council, we cannot apply for any monies to any. Yeah, because we have, we are not um, a separate. We don't have our own constitution. We don't have um, our own bank account. So we are very much part of the town council who run this. So we're just asking if we could have some money, please, to do this. I, I, would, pro I, I would propose we have some more money and do it. Mm, I'd, I'd second that. I'll second that. I think, you know, it's a good educational resource for children. Um, it's also supporting Festival of Walks as well. Um, I, I'm fully behind that. I mean, when I think of the number of people we pull in with the Festival of Walks anyway, and the amount of money that gets spent in fortune. Let's um, also consider that there is still the money in the events budget for that was going to be spent on post-COVID events and things, that yeah. it could be, it could form part of that, perhaps, or... I've made a proposal. Yeah. I, 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 I also want to say to you that I was advised to bring it to this group rather than taking okay. it to the yeah. I, 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 I understand, Chair, that you can't vote, yeah. but I'm proposing. You yes. have a second vote. Well, what was your proposal, Bill? Say it again. Spend £2,000 oh, on yeah, the festival of yeah. walks required. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ferris scores are lovely. Very nice thing for the little ones. So, would you want to take a vote on it? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. So, that's my item. Um, right, now to the item 29, the cemetery report. Um, so the first one is to consider the quotation for the removal of temp benches and replacement. Now, I think you've got the quote there, but I think we've only got one quote, haven't we? Um, I did say to the town clerk that we need good... Um, well, the, the town clerk has, as you know, for personal reasons, hasn't been at work since you had the free meeting, meeting with her, so no, no further progress has been made in the last ten days. As far as we know, we only have one quote. Yes. You've only saw one quote, or we only have one back? Don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Oh, this follows the amenities issue we had last week. If we've gone out and sought more than one quote, absolutely fine. If we've only sought one, then we cannot proceed yet. So we, yes. need, we need an answer or we need to contact some bench people and ask for a quote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think can we we can do that in Joe's absence, can't we anyway? Just can we go ahead and if, if if we've got the specification yeah. on trial then I, I, I'm sure Phil knows what Bill or Bernie will know what it yeah, is that we're looking for because there was actually a request from Councillor Sumner to for some of the benches to have I don't know these were for the cemetery really this was for Ship Street it wasn't yeah okay 
But I think it, it, there is a crossover between mm. amenities with the benches yeah. and the cemetery with the benches. Yeah. Plus, we need to go back and look at the original design of what was mm -hmm. to be done at the cemetery. But I think the first thing to do is to also get the quote to remove the ones that are at the cemetery. But are we, if we remove them and don't replace them, are we going to open ourselves up to a lot of negativity that, oh my God, they've taken the benches away, where are we going to sit? Well, I don't know why the decision, I mean, they all, they look all right to me to sit, but I don't want to go and say yeah. that people can sit on them if they're, if. you know, they, they well, have Well, can I suggest that if you get the quote, it looks as though the quote was for removal and installation of new ones, mm -hmm. so... You don't have two quotes for the removal even, yeah. so it seems that they they probably can sit together still if we get additional quotes for the two, then um, that will give us, by the time we've got the price available, you'd be able to establish whether we're happy with the sighting of the existing ones in the cemetery and then they can just be a, a light, light replacement. Would it be possible then we can defer this to full council uh, in the end of September? That hopefully we could have the quotes back by then and defer to full council rather than. I mean, I don't know what the situation is. I mean, I don't know again what your workload is or when the town clerk's returning to work. But I don't know. 27th of September. Let's defer it to full council. We'll have got the work. At least, at least. Quotes. Yeah, at least we've gone out and looked for quotes, even if the quotes haven't come back. Mm -hmm. We've covered ourselves in that we've, we've looked for them. Yeah. And we'd be in a position where we could still approve the current one that we have. Because, I mean, we've got the names of people anyway, haven't we? Because of the fact that we've put um, benches for mm. amenities. Yeah. And we th that one quote that we had last week isn't the quote that we've got here. Yeah. So there's immediately a there might be, by merging the two, there might be cost saving in yeah, there as well. Okay. Mm. Sorry, I, I yeah. thought it was the same quote no, because no. it's for, it's split. I thought, anyway, I don't know. We'll, 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 yeah. we'll do as you requested. Okay, I'll, I'll leave report back to Thanks, Can I leave that with you, Liz? Okay, thank you. Um, right, um, to consider the request from relatives to install two additional benches, I think we again defer that to the people who are looking at the benches and the overall the questions that we still need to answer. Yeah. In okay. terms of how much it could cost, is that what we're talking about when you've said that? Well, it, 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 it's part of the project for do, replacing all the cemetery yeah. benches. So it's within the yes. work that we're going to do well, here. Well, what I was thinking is there could be a, a reduction because of, of additional benches, it could be a reduction in the overall price. Are you, are you with me? The more you buy, the cheaper Well, that's why, yes, the amenities group are, yeah. are looking for a number of benches. I think we need to... Combine it. Yes. I, I believe that the 21 in the quote, my understanding was that that was a combined number for the two committees. That would make sense. We will uh, I just, I, I would, the only thing I would query here is does relatives installing additional benches fit in with our bench policy which we renewed last year? 
I was never a massive fan of the bench pole. I wasn't either. Um, um, but we can't we can't breach our own policy that we only well, set maybe less we need than twelve. To change the bench policy. I think the bench policy was written so that we standardise the type of benches that we got, and that the benches were didn't need maintenance because we got ourselves yeah. into a big mess. We did simplify it. Yes, that's that was the point of putting the policy in place. Yeah, is so that all benches would go through the town council and will be of a similar design. Yeah, now these people didn't necessarily seem that they wanted a specific type of bench, did they? It was just more that they wanted it in a particular place. Yes, they, they don't, so, they, I don't think they've got a problem with the design, it's the location. Yeah. The location's the key yeah. for that. And I, I think from what they were saying, it makes sense that we invest in benches in the new part of the cemetery if there are not there, any there currently. Well, well, no, I think it's on the original design, because when the design was done, you know, benches, that, that was part of the remit, you know, to look at the overall. So we need to go back to the original drawings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, to note that the memorial wall is developed, again, this is part of the work, I think, we'll, that will be done in conjunction um, with where yeah. we're looking at the benches. Um, but it is quite pronounced. I mean, this is what always happens when you have, I think it's a, a yew tree that's there and the roots have grown and lifted. Um, um, some flagstones. Um, so again, that's something we're going to have to get a quote for and possibly again is work. Um, I think they did, was it mentioned about who might be able to do the work? Um, No, I, have, I don't know whether we've had a quote for it. I think I, it was just raised with me. I, yeah, I, think, I think we need three quotes. Don't yeah. the, I would say that with this chair, the, we have got one um, person who's already purchased and we have taken delivery of a memorial plaque, which we're now just about, we were about just about to move on to this um, this compromised area of the, so we filled up the one side of the memorial wall, and so I've got uh, one where the plaque has been delivered and another plaque that's on order. So uh, that's just to mention the fact that obviously the, the relatives will be anxious to get uh, the plaques fixed as soon as possible. But obviously they can't be fixed on the wall in the condition it's in at the moment, which will be explained to Right, uh, and again, we, we just need a quote for this work to be carried out. And again, it might be worth going back to the people who did the cemetery, and they will be able to recommend the people who could do this type of work. to note that a resident living adjacent to the cemetery has removed a section of the hedging tree to facilitate personal access to the cemetery and consider erection of a section of chestnut paling to secure the boundary. 
um, two crooks supplied. Can I make a suggestion at this point? Is that um, I host a meeting between, I believe it's Mr. and Mrs. Paget, and Joe to see if we can resolve the issues. So I understand that there has been some communication breakdown, mm -hmm. um, and I feel it would be of benefit, um, particularly if it's a party fence, um, that we have just have a meeting to resolve the issues, and then we can decide what course of action we want to consider taking. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to attend as well as... Yeah, I, I don't mind. I just think um, yeah. we can't leave it as it is. And yeah. rather than go ahead and just do the work, I think it would be good to communicate with, with neighbours. Yeah, we, we don't want any animosity with, with anybody, particularly mm. our, our neighbours. Um, so, I, yeah, I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. Okay. I agree Thank you, that. Helen. Yeah. Um, and I think that's sort of encompasses item E as well. It does. Okay, let's move on to the over 70s vouchers. Just to no. clarify, sorry Chair, can I take part but not vote for Mannequin or do I have to remain silent? I'm never quite sure where we stand on this one. Excuse me. Don't allow him to put his hand up. I first of all would like to thank Liz for a very, very comprehensive um, paper. Um, I know, having been in the council probably the longest on here, that this is always um, a very, very time-consuming job. It used to all be done on paper. And when Liz joined us, I don't know how many years ago it was now, Liz, you, she put everything onto spreadsheets, which was right up my street. But it still takes an awful lot of work, hard work because you've physically got all the vouchers which have got to be labelled up and accounted for so that everything is auditable. So it's not an easy process. And having been at the other end of it last year, and I mean, uh, Liz and I have had a discussion about this because the Fodgerman District Open Hands volunteers did it, but it, it was all done at a bit of the last minute last year with the stickers being put on. Sure. We ended up with stickers and, on and the And they did a brilliant job last yeah. year. They did a brilliant job. But it's not easy because you're not no. going to every house. No. You've got to be, and you have to, it's the name that is on the ticket and mm. has to be on the, the envelope. Okay, I've got, so, sorry. Um, no. I hope you've all sort of read this. I mean, yes. um, last year was an exceptional uh, It was. Yeah, because but. of the fact that we didn't have um, the number that we normally have. Um, we actually saved money last year on the £15,000 budget. But um, I think we've got to plan for at least a 1,000 um, being awarded this well, year. Well, frankly, I was going to suggest that we either reduce the age of people to 65, for example, for payment, or alternative, I'm throwing a hand grenade in, I know. <laughs> Or alternatively, increase the amount of money we pay to the over 70s from the uh, £10 to 15 which would give us a thousand people. I, I think we've probably got to be very careful, Bill, because 
for one, you perhaps need to declare an interest because... Oh, I'm you're right. Potentially have an interest. I will do next year. Right. So we only have three people who can really <laughs> vote on anything. The, before we get round to voting on anything, there's a, a few things for me um, around publicity. Um, we should make it quite clear that if you are a business willing to accept the vouchers in your business and benefit in that way, you should also be handing out the the forms for people to sign up and they should be readily available in every shop or outlet that is accepting the vouchers. Um, for, the, for, for the over 65s too. Okay, well, as far as, yes, I'm just thinking of the administration of that. Um, so we would need to print a lot of, about, of application forms, which is possible, and this is a big deal. Um, what we've done in the past is we've had a few limited sites where people can then deliver them back. And I would caution against extending that place where mm. they can be delivered back far, but, yeah. but because um, we have to go around and collect them and yeah. there's always a fear that if a voucher, if an application goes missing and somebody said I put it in um, a box somewhere, what happened to it? But certainly in terms I of think in terms of Can you can I also say don't forget they can down if people can get online, you can download it online and complete it. Yeah, and, and I, I totally agree with Liz in that we should have a limited amount of places to submit the completed application. But everywhere that is accepting the vouchers should be able to, if an elderly person walks in and says, where can I get the form from, they should be able to hand one over. Now, let's say, for example, Queen's Head are accepting the vouchers and they're going to financially benefit from it, they should be willing to print out 20, 30 or 40 forms um, to sit on the bar, to sit on the counter in Cowards, to sit on by the till in Home and Beauty, where, wherever, um, it's not a big ask for the financial return that they're getting from it, and it, it should be a, a two-way thing. Um, some of them applicate, the businesses don't. The applications are open to members of the public yeah. before they're closed to the businesses, yeah. and so the, not all of the businesses have, have applied at the beginning of the scheme being open to members of the public, but in principle, we should be able to manage that. Yeah. I think you're just allowing then more people to know about it. And mm. if you say to a lot of elderly people, go online, they're just going to think, oh, no. Well, a lot of people actually get somebody to fill it in for them. Yeah. I mean, the nursing homes are a very mm. good example because. They just do them for every resident in the nursing home. 
So are there any other comments? Anything else that people think? I always think the age distribution is very interesting because I think that's So, what are the proposals? Do we keep... I think we also saw Helen's email um, that we will do a, re a, a thorough review next March, I think you said, or February yeah, March. Before budget session yes. next year, I think let's review. So that's, that's the actual stage. Um, I so just think it's highly unlikely at £10. If that's what we stay at, that we will actually reach the 15000 budget because you only got 874 yeah but we normally get a thousand okay let's call it a thousand but you're still not going to use the budget that's why we are i we thought got of 15 000 in the budget sorry we've got fifteen thousand in the budget yeah that's right i mean so that's got the budget gone but the printing we had to have all the vouchers printed the printing costs are I'm not sure they're around there, but they're back to £100. I think we normally, the I think the year before last, the overall spend on the scheme was about 1150 I was going to say 1150 um, So it's a, so Councillor Stockton's right in that we haven't reached £15,000. And you'll have a very different... Pre-Covid level, uh, but we probably have exceeded well, we definitely have exceeded 10,000. All, all I'm saying, and if Chair doesn't mind, I'm not making a vote for myself or anything. All I'm, all I'm really saying is that we have a budget for 15,000. We seem to be, let's call it, hovering around 11,000 being spent for, let's call it, 1,000 people. Yeah. I just think if we're going to use the budget, let's use the budget in some way. That's all I'm saying. Really, because we have a budget of fifteen thousand, or are we saying we want to reduce the budget? I don't think that's what we're saying. I think, um, from my perspective, I think it was raised at full full council, and I think at that point we said the decision was let's not change it this year. But and I think I made the suggestion let's do a proper review. So, if as Ryan's saying, we do see more publicity this year, and those organisations um, that want to be part of the scheme can start to print the, and they want to print off some of the forms that they're available in those um, areas for people to access. The numbers might increase this year, so I think let's let's see that additional publicity. Let's see okay. what numbers we get, and then what we can do next year before budget setting is is just completely review the whole scheme. Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I'm just. Another factor is, and we probably don't know tonight, how many people would be eligible? Do we know how many? We're not allowed to know that. We can't use any data. To I think we, um, a couple of years ago, I looked at some of the population projections. Um, and we certainly, we don't, and I can't remember the numbers, unfortunately, but we, we're certainly not getting a... You know, hundred percent of the eligible people aren't applying. Um, perhaps if hundred percent applied, then we probably would use the budget. But at that time, the projections were for a, a steady 
modest increase in the over 70s population. I must admit, I haven't, haven't repeated that well, exercise this year. I mean, we know that Fortune does have a large number of retired people and um, that the demographics are that the community is ageing. Um, and I think we've just got to be very careful um, but to promote it because there are a lot of people who say, well, we don't need the money. But what we need to say to them is that you can apply Go for it and then give it to mm -hmm. a charity. Mm -hmm. So that the church benefits, the scouts, the guides, those type of groups, mm -hmm. the food bank. So there's a wide selection of places that the money can go to. And I have to say, I, you know, I, anybody who's said to me, um, you know, oh, I don't, know, I don't want to, you know. But when they realize that the money can be donated to good causes, mm -hmm. um, it puts a different perspective on it. I agree. So I'm just looking at the list of the businesses from last year, and I think there's, there's a few of those now that um, I'm possibly not trading anymore as well, so perhaps, yes, there's one, two perhaps on there. Um, which one? I wouldn't like to say, no. just in case they are. Um, but again, it's something I suppose if we're going to be inviting the hospitality businesses and things again, Hopefully we can have, we've got Main Street Kitchen, which hopefully can be an active member this year, uh, the Bull's Head, um, and a couple of other businesses that are now open that weren't open last year, which can be active members. And through the Pub Watch scheme as well, we can advertise that to the, the pubs and hospitality members as well. Chair, if I could say, yeah, and the Pub Watch, if they can publicise it, because mm. we've, we've not been inundated with applications. We've not turned away applications yeah. from pubs in the past uh, or, or other hospitality businesses. We, we haven't received them. Sometimes when we've asked them if they want to participate, they, yes. they I think like, I think what we have said is that the um, pubs must provide food because it's, you know, the idea of this is that it's taken over from a Christmas meal. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I know that in years gone past we've had some really strange ones and, you know, we don't want to be encouraging people to go and buy, you know, I don't know how much cigarettes cost nowadays, and, um, but things, you know, like petrol and all this kind of thing. That isn't what this is for. This no. is to have a meal or contribute towards providing something. This is why I think a lot go to certain outlets because they go and buy their, you know, their part, a contribution to their Christmas lunch. Okay. Anyway, I perhaps, I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, I can... Maybe if you just confirm the time scale. Yes, well, it's, it, I saw the range. Yeah. Hopefully you saw all the time because, I mean, again, they're going to start advertising from the 1st of September. Mm -hmm. This is why we've really got to make a decision tonight on this one. Um, because the time scales are quite tight because um, it's getting everything in place. So does it mean that we stay where we are and do what we can and see next year where we are? 
for start. I think that's what. Yeah. yeah. That's why we went last time. But I mean, this is we hadn't got last year's full report when we. I mean, again, I there was a bit of confusion as to why it went to uh, full town council before it came to this group, because if it had come to this group, we could have had this discussion, and you know who knows. But we had the vote at full to town council. And unfortunately, that vote has to stand because, you know, they stand for six months before we can revisit them. Okay, so where are we now? Where Unless we anyone we? wanted to so do a special motion. It's too late. Yeah, so no, okay. we can't be part of the decision that was taken at full council. The decision that was taken at full council was the fact that um, all pubs would be invited to take part, all independent um, businesses would be invited to take part, and all organisations um, preparing or, or meals would be able to take part. But if four so or more councillors put something in writing to yeah, the would have had to have been within seven days of Within seven days. Okay. So, yeah. so, so basically, we've, we've yeah. opened okay. it up as, as was for last Christmas, um, moved up to more and than yeah. just the independents. Yeah, and there is more, like I said, there is more businesses as well. Mm -hmm. Alright, we've lost, we may have lost a few, but if we can advertise it, you know, I. I can think of six or seven businesses off the top of my head that should be on that list that for some reason aren't. Um, but it's up to the businesses. Yeah, they, they like that's what I'm saying. So either they don't know about it, or there's something that maybe they didn't view themselves as being independent, or maybe there's been but, something but it, in the but past. But also, that, some of them don't actually want to do it because yeah. it, it isn't the. I mean, at the end of the day, the businesses have to do quite a bit of. I've got. Work. I've got to say that the way uh, Liz did it last year, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, but for me, as a as a business manager, the the as soon as we submitted them, um, the payments were made. And there was absolutely no hassle. So for people thinking it is a a hard task to try and get the money, it's it's really not. So, and I think you know that's what we'll do through the pub watch scheme is make it known how how easy it is. I mean, I don't know whether we actually need to vote because really it was ratified at. Before town council meeting, so I think really this item is just for information and for, for you to actually see the details of how the scheme. So, are we sticking with um, open hands to distribute the vouchers again? Is that the, the, the proposal? We were approached and mm -hmm. we said yes. We and are happy. we going to, in some way, make a donation to open hands for this? I think that would be nice. I'm sorry, but we can't um, accept okay. donations. Right, okay. Well, not at this moment in time. Okay. I mean, we always, I mean, it took me a while to get a letter last year from yeah. the town council, but we did circulate it to the volunteers that mm. took pay. You know. How many volunteers are there? We've got 200 on our books. Volunteers. Yeah, but okay. we've got a hard call of about between twenty and thirty. I think what happened last year was just brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. I think it was easier because they all got delivered within such a short sure. space of time. Sure. Yeah. Because it's it, it is bad when some councillors don't actually send them and people some people have got theirs and others haven't and you then get this that, that is certainly a nightmare in the office because as soon as one person gets them yeah. they tell 
that brand would they put there. Yes. So. Yeah. We get a lot of phone calls. Okay. Okay. Good. Right. Um, item 31, Clark's report. I assume that's the thing. Um, date of the next meeting. Sounds a long way off, but I'm sure it isn't. Okay, close the meeting. Thank you very much, everyone.